Okay, on this episode of the Nightlife Podcast, we're joined by teachers Brett Van Gasbeck and Kelly Young, students Adam Haynes and Melanie Wilsbach, and superintendent of Northwest Local Schools, Todd Bowling. We discuss the student leadership programs, the United Nights and, stu- and Student Senate, and we discuss the impact that these programs have on our building, our community, and students, while reflecting on the importance of leadership opportunities for high school students and the long-term benefits of having such opportunities. It was a really great conversation, and I appreciate you guys uh, listening to us. Hope you enjoy. We've got a full house today talking about the uh, Northwest High School emphasis on student leadership. With us is Brent Van Gasbeek. Did I get that right? Close enough. All right. (laughs) United Knights advisor, Melanie Wiltzbeck, a student, and Adam Haynes, a student. Did I get that right, Melanie? Yes. Okay, great. Kelly Young, the Student Senate Advisor, and Todd Bowling, the Superintendent of the Northwest Local High School, um, Northwest Local School District, excuse me. <laughs> and of course, Brad Watkins is here again with hey, us. Hey, Bill. This is our second podcast. Hope we got a good response to the first one. Um, let's start out with a description of the Unite Nights um, program, I guess. Would that be uh, the, you, the United Nights, yeah. United Nights. Sorry. United Nights started in the early 2000s under the guidance of Robin Burbrink, a Northwest uh, Hall of Fame member. Uh, and former AD, uh, and when she was assistant AD, she started the organization. The organization is basically a leadership organization for the uh, athletic uh, department, okay. it's, and now it's a booster organization, in fact, as well. It's an arm of the boosters. Uh, basically what happens is we uh, have the students uh, kind of refuse their own uh, roster of in- individuals by voting on people and nominating people that they have seen on the court, on the field, uh, who have shown not only athletic talent, but also a talent for leadership and possibly a captainhood down the way. And it's basically okay. a organization that trains our future leaders. So when they do get to junior and senior years, they're not only uh, the leaders on the field and on the court, but also in the classrooms as well. So how many people make up the United Knights? Anywhere between 60 to 70. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Are they meet on a regular basis? I mean, what's the overall? We have two major meetings a year uh, prior to our um, service um, functions. The first event actually is tomorrow, um, Saturday. Uh, it's the Spooky Stroll, and we started that about seven years ago, okay. where we basically turned Northwest High School into a family-friendly haunted house. Um, okay. And all proceeds go to help fund our um, elementary school pride programs. So any money we make just goes right back in, uh, and we basically invite Pleasant Run Elementary, Taylor, and Welch to come up to our high school. And the school that has the highest percentage of attendance of their students get the proceeds. So it, it gets a little bit of kind of a rivalry oh, nice. going between our elementaries as well. Okay. And the other thing that we've done in the past is uh, in the spring, we go down to Sawyer Point and help out with the March of Dimes. Okay. Um, so we basically run the kids zone down there so that, that organization can worry about the actual walk and our students actually take care of the family-friendly kids zone so that they, they have a fun place to take the kids so the parents can kind of relax after raising money for a good cause. So how does United Nights then impact the school overall, would you say? I, I would say we impact the school. Uh, I, you know, I'm going to in, involve these guys in it. Uh, Adam and Melanie are both involved in United Nights, and they can speak a little bit better uh, on how it impacts their lives. All right. Um, as far as impacting the school, I think these two programs, they're connected a lot more to the community because it comes from the people that go to the school. And so when you bring in stuff like the Spooky Stroll, that brings in the families and the kids who are actually going to be future high school students and mm-hmm. middle school students. I think it creates a relationship that strengthens the community, inspires more people to uh, 
be inspired to do greater things mm-hmm. and know that they have a family that they can go to. Melanie, what, any thoughts? Um, I was just going to say it like promotes a lot of leadership among the student athletes that are already there. And it's like working to promote service for like the rest of their lives because it like promotes good habits of like service opportunities and community involvement and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I can say from an athletic director standpoint, working with the United Knights because so many uh, obviously there's a there's an athletic component with United Knights. Number one, they do a fantastic job of cleaning up after our home events. Thanks, guys. Very Appreciate it. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, number two, it's just you know it. it you know, we talked about it a little bit la- at the last podcast is that, you know, ultimately I, we believe that culture is going to win games. <laughs> and these guys play a big part of, of our established culture here at Northwest High School. Um, you know, the, the culture of service learning, giving to others, that community, that, that, believe it or not, that translates to team sports and athletics more so than the technical stuff, the X's really? and O's. Okay. I, I truly believe that. You know, if, if you can have an understanding of service and putting others before yourself, think about how that translates on, the, on a basketball court or right. on a football field or on a soccer field. Um, th- those are just life values that, you know, are being taught here at Northwest High School through these organizations, through our student senate, through our United Knights, that ultimately the end goal, again, making better human beings, <laughs> you know, right, right. and that's, that's what we're here to do. And I think that, you know, these organizations and the emphasis that we've put on leadership and allowing access to um, leadership opportunities and service opportunities for our kids is, is paramount to our success here. So it's, it's awesome. Todd, I want to get your perspective as the district superintendent, your thoughts on the United Knights program. First of all, just a thank you to Brett and Robin for when they started this and, and continued it because the amount of pay they received to the, for this is little or none. But to have the leadership within the school, and, and when we talk about Senate, this to me is the same thing. Parents are stuck on my class rank, where am I at? But the bottom line, it comes down to what was your ACT? And then if you have the same ACT as 100 others enrolling in a college, what are your leadership positions? This is key leadership positions. Not only are there visible leaders in the school, but our elementary kids get to see them in leadership positions. Our middle school kids do. So they have role models. And what better role models to have than our own students? So um, the success that they have and the the ability to recruit. And they they do a lot of things that aren't fun things, but they're giving back to the community. And hopefully they're giving back because somewhere along their eight to ten years of education prior to whatever grade level they're in, somebody did something for them that meant something. So this is huge for us. Brett, let's go back to the the origin of this program. What prompted the creation of the United Knights? Robin Berberin saw a need within the school community that uh, our athletic leaders weren't really given the opportunity except for just in their own sport to impact Northwest. So you have a soccer captain that goes out and does a great job of organizing and inspiring their teammates to do their best, but yet, meanwhile, let's say the baseball program doesn't have that leader. Having something like the United Knights puts all those athletes together and they share ideas and share what works. And, um, you know, I've heard even at meetings just we've talked about well, okay, have you talked to the coach about that issue? And then instead of me telling them how to do it, somebody else says, well, I had a problem like that in my sport. Okay. And so they share ideas uh, through this as, you know, just person to person. They're, they're getting a peer review almost. Um, and I have to say, you know, Berbering started it, but it, if it weren't for people like Lori Beyer, 
And okay. the late Joe Bertram, who was instrumental at keeping this program moving, I actually was the one that replaced him when he went over to Coleraine to be a principal. Um, Joe was somebody I always wanted to emulate. Even though he's younger than me, I looked up to him. Mm-hmm. And he was a great man. And uh, Lori's is, and is a great human being, too. It, it took great people to train me how to run something like this. I, I certainly wouldn't be able to do this without their example. Anything, plans for growth or changes or expanding the program as you head into 2018? Well, we typically go to the Munoz Leadership Conference okay. um, as well as the SWAC Leadership Conference, which was, we're still doing that on November 16th. Uh, but uh, the Munoz Conference, unfortunately, this year was uh, canceled at the last minute. And this year we had already st- taken steps towards a um, service learning project with Loveland High School. A former teacher from this building named Richard Ernst called me and said, you know, we, we have a problem every year with follow through. You know, we, we have these grand visions of what we want to do and we never follow through with it. And I said, you know, we've had that kind of in the past too. You know, we, we have something similar there. So we invited their, them to come over on the day that we were supposed to go to Munoz. We figured, well, we were going to a leadership conference anyway. Right. Why don't you come on over? And we talked about some of the things that we'd like to do. And we kind of came up with the idea of having a powder puff football game between the two schools and using uh, that as a vehicle to help out with canned food drives around Thanksgiving and Christmas, as well as the hurricane relief for all of our local food food pantries. So we are working with Loveland still trying to set that up. Tentatively, it's also November 16th, um, trying to get that off the ground and see if maybe we can make that more of a tradition. And then also pony off of that, that we go down and help out at Matthew 25 or Corpus Christi or uh, one of those local food banks trying to help out, you know, and actually not only give canned food and water, which we're trying to, you know, get across the students we always should do, right. but also going down and actually putting boots on the ground and trying to help out by delivering or stocking shelves or whatever else. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of opportunities, that's sure. for sure. With everything that's been going on lately. Um, let's pivot now a little bit to uh, Student Senate. I know it's been around for a while because I was on Student Senate way back in 1977, my sophomore year. Was that the first Student Senate? It, I don't know. It might have been. It was, it's, I don't remember because we did everything by candlelight. And, and like that. Um, so, because the electricity hadn't quite caught on then. So, uh, Kelly Young, tell me about um, Student Senate. How, do you know how long it's been around? Yes. Uh, Ken Kaffenberg <laughs> founded it in Mr. 1972. Yeah, and he was here for 19 years, so he did it then. And um, after him, Patty Daly took it over, and she um, still helps me. She had it for 30 years before I took it over, but she still is a tutor in our building and is a huge support to me as well. Um, Patty has always said that in order to take over this job, you have to, kind of similar to what Brett said, you have to be trained to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Ken trained her how to do it, and then she trained me. So we worked together for three or four years as co-advisors with Shannon Bowling as well. And then when Patty retired, I took over with Shannon as Senate, and then luckily Patty came back, so I still have her expertise to help in, in all of the all of the events that we do, because there are many. Um, what Some of our main goals are uh, we are a service group, and that's what I you know, try to tell our students. One of the hardest challenges we have today is to get students to want to serve without getting anything in return, you know, mm-hmm. and we still want to praise them and reward them for, you know, their hard work, but we don't do it for, you know, the free pizza or the free donuts. We do it because 
that's what we're supposed to do. Right. And um, we have six different organizations which allow for some of our um, students to step up and they chair it. So we have a service group, a teacher appreciation group. I um, recognize the night. That's kind of a new one um, this year that we implemented to kind of recognize different organizations, uh, athletics, uh, anything related to a Northwest High School. Okay. Uh, we have a family fun group, which our officers run, um, but that was just to make Senate, you know, events that where we come together as one big family and get to know each other. Because one of our other big goals is um, team building and, you know, working together for a common good. Uh, and we have publicity and they you know they meet every other Friday and publicize anything they could okay. possibly need uh, how many people are on student center so we have anywhere from 100 to 110 students okay. when Ken Kappenberg started it, it was 15 per grade um, and they were all voted in right this now, um, and actually, I w was a former Senate member, vice okay. president in 2003. <laughs> and um, when I was in high school here is when it kind of changed over to uh, 25 per grade. And 15 of those 25 get elected in and 10, or 10 of them get appointed in. Okay. Because they were, you know, there was people, you know, I don't run because I would never get voted in. So right. we were missing out on some of those really good leaders that... Um, Teachers and their peers may see their value, but maybe not the whole student body. Who appoints so, the ones who are appointed? The advisors, so uh, Ms. Daly, myself, Ms. Bowling, and my five or six Senate officers. We all sit down. We read through all the applications, their letter of recommendations, you know, and just, you know, teachers' input, and we we hope for the best that we, we made the right choice. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. In order to stay in Senate, they have to earn credit every semester. They have to earn two credits. There's tons of opportunities. I think if someone did everything, they could probably earn 20 credits. Wow. So, I mean, we realize, you know, Melanie's in Student Senate, too. They're, we share. You know, they're good kids. They're athletes. They're in Key Club or they're in various different things. And we want them to be a part of it. So we're, we make it a realistic goal. But we also want them to earn their spot. Right. Melanie, talk a little bit about your experience on Student Senate. What prompted you to want to be involved with that? Well, I think not only does it help with the service opportunities, but it helps you work with a team to do things. So it helps like with management of others if you're a chairperson on it. And we have to stay up for like football games and set up for like homecoming. We set up homecoming the day after. We clean up. So it's like not always something that you want to be there for, but you do it because you know that like you're going to leave a lasting impact on the school by doing those things. Um, I mean, it's kind of hard sometimes when you like play sports and do a bunch of other stuff to come to everything. So that's why it's cool that there's like a lot that you can do, and it's like per semester. So even when you're busy doing all this other stuff, you still have make time to help the school. Do you have a favorite aspect of Student Senate? Is there a particular group you're involved with? One of the groups that uh, Kelly mentioned, maybe. Um, publicity is a good one because it like advertises and markets what we do and like what's going on in the school so that everybody else knows. Um, and we make like posters and flyers, and I think that's really cool. That's fun. What, what year are you? 
Oh, I'm a junior. Junior, okay. So how many years have you been on Student Senate? Did you start last year or year before or what? Oh, uh, yeah, I started when I was a freshman, and then I was a friend of Senate last year. So I still, like, came to all this stuff, but I didn't have to technically get credits okay. for it. So. All right. So I talk a little bit about the importance of a group like the Student Senate for, for the district and for the high school. I know we have a time limit, so I'll try to be short, but there's so much I could say. Um, I am a Northwest graduate, just like yourself. Um, did not make Senate like you, the Dave Burbrinks, the Steve Dalys, the Patty Dalys. I was not elected. I was an only child. If I blocked well Friday night, I got my own pizza at home, so there I went home. So, But it didn't matter. Ken Kaffenberg invited me into everything. He and Just like Kelly and, and Patty and Shannon do now, if kids show an interest, even if they're not in Senate, they will enlist their help. But you talk about the importance. There is nothing more important than these two activities we're talking about with United Knights and Senate. I don't, I'm not impressed by a kid who can sit in a calculus class and pass a calculus test. That, that's great. That's important. If you're going to be an engineer, that's life. Right. What they're doing is student leadership and servant leadership. They are working for others. It is so neat to see that. And I've seen it through. I was here as a teacher. Um, I was here as an administrator. And then here's a student. And they organize homecoming events. They, they plan it out. They decide what the theme is. They show up with Kelly or Patty or Shannon. Sometimes they'll decorate on a Saturday morning from 7 to 4, go home and hope they can get their hair done in two hours, come back to the dance. Now I think they stay on Friday nights. They turn the gym into an awesome place that the kids can go. And they never ask for credit. They never ask for any appreciation. And the officers know what their job is. If you're a junior class officer, I believe they still sit and help and collect tickets. Mm -hmm. But it's so programmed and it's so set on these are the steps you must go through to be a senior and finally enjoy what you go through and it started with ken and ken still writes me i get two letters a month from ken and he's living in montana and he just says hang in there education is what it is he's still volunteering at a school out there i hear from him more than i do my wife sometimes because we're always out on our job but right. it's just amazing and i know patty was the same way when she took over and then they recruit Kelly, and she takes over. And then they recruit Shannon, and they help out. But it's kind of all in the family, and it has been since Ken started this. But there is nothing more important. I mean, these kids aren't just sitting here. They're going and taking six, seven credits this year. They're, some of them are working jobs. Some of them are in two clubs. Some of them are in sports on top of that. They're maintaining a high GPA, and they are the role models in our district. So... I want Senate to eventually become accredited uh, course, something that kids are required to sign up in classes. Uh, I don't think people realize they meet as a group every morning in homeroom, and they disseminate information. So it's not just them coming up with the ideals. They go to homerooms, gather what the student body wants, and brings it back and makes decision based on that. What I want is for the rest of the school to wake up and see how important Student Senate is to life development, how important United Nights is to developing leadership skills in you. That's what carries you to the next level. That's what will make you better as you become an adult and you move forward. So what Senate has done and what it continues to do in United Nights, it's the most important things I think we have here, even more important than the academic parts because it teaches things that are important to me. Well, I know I can build on that real quick, yeah. Brad. If, if I work at the University of Cincinnati and do public relations for the Academic Health Center, and one of the four colleges in that is a college of nursing, and, and that's a beat I cover. And one of the things they're focusing on right now is a more holistic approach to admissions. And it's not ACTs. It's not right. necessarily the essay or that thing you write about well, when you decided to become a nurse. It's about 
they're doing what's called multi-mini interviews, MMI process. So instead of just looking at grades, they're looking at what makes a good leader, and because that's one of their their phrases is you see nurses, we see leaders. They're, they're not just wanting people to become good nurses. They want them to become good people and good leaders. Right. And so the importance of the holistic approach to education, and you're doing that here with United Knights and the Student Senate, it's not just grades and so forth. It's, it's as you mentioned earlier, Brad, it's raising good leaders or, or creating good leaders. Yep. I think it's that civility piece. Um, you know, we, we've, we've always kind of, and I, I can speak from, you know, the department I'm, I'm in charge of, I've always kind of adopted um, <laughs> my, my alma mater's Sorry, Todd. <laughs> the Cal Vulcans, uh, my alma mater, uh, California University of Pennsylvania, um, really had three three things that we focused on, which was um, integrity, civility, and responsibility. And I always kind of go back to my leadership style and what I would you know like I like to see out of our coaches and you know and ultimately in our kiddos is that those three values hold true. Like when you take away everything else in education, the test scores and everything everything. What are we here to do? We're here to have, we're here to, you know, better our civilization, our society. And I think if we hone in on the civility piece and um, doing things with integrity and being responsible people, I can tell you the the kids that are sitting and joining us today, um, Mel and Adam, they're, they're here as representatives of these um, organizations, but they live it. They, they live that civility, that integrity, that responsibility, and they're a representation of so many other kids that are walking walk the halls in our building. And it's really cool to be. And, you know, I'm, I'm an outsider. <laughs> you know, I didn't graduate. Um, I got three adults here and, and a guy that's been here for, what, 16 years, Brent? 15. 15. Okay. <laughs> Going on 16. Close enough. Um, you know, it's, it's super neat, and I feel privileged and honored to come to work every day because it is like coming to work with your family. You know, you talk about, you know, the family atmosphere, Mr. Bowling, that um, you mentioned a little bit ago that, you know, and then it's passed down generation to generation. This is what we're doing. And that's what makes it fun to be at Northwest High School is that we've got leaders out in the Cincinnati area. We've got leaders in Montana. We've got leaders all over. I mean, Bill, you and I see the uh, we do the Night of Honor, our Hall of Fame induction right. every year together. How many bios do we read that? Oh, they were involved in Senate. They were involved in right. the United That's Knights. A real good point. I mean, they, That's a real so these good point. leaders, these the, these two groups, and the leadership opportunities that we're providing here, you know, really translates to life after graduation. And you know, I look at you two guys. You guys are going to be set. You guys have it. I know that <laughs> just because I've been around you for three years. But you know, we're, we got a lot of other kids that are going to be set and have a have a you know kind of a, a background to go from that can interview well at UC. They can mm-hmm. right. apply themselves in many different ways, not just in the books. So it's it's a cool time to be at Northwest High School. It's been a lot of fun, and you know, the three years that I've been here now, watching these programs. Um, kind of impact the school and impact the community. You talk about service, and I and you know I, I harp on that a lot. But you know I, I truly believe that if you can put yourself, you know, and take a back seat and put others above yourself, we're that's the way to live it. Mm-hmm. You know that, that's what we're doing, and that's what we're teaching the kids here. So I'm proud and honored to be a part of it. So Mel and Adam, I see you guys kind of exchanging glances. Uh, what are your thoughts as we wrap this up, just about the what these programs offer you and, and your fellow students? Um, I think 
just from watching my classmates, and not just in my, my graduating class, but like in the entire school, um, I think these programs, being the people that sit next to us as the leaders, I think it does set an example, but also community-wise, I think it gives a light that people can follow, not just that, that go to Pleasant Run or PRE, mm-hmm. go to our, our other schools in the district, and not just in the district, in the Cincinnati area, like with Loveland. If we, I think I can see it growing a lot more into more of maybe a statewide thing as an influence and just inspiring other school organizations to follow the same step and working together to improve not just our community, but communities, but communities across the country. Um, And I think that these programs are in their early stages more of because I think there's a lot more that can be done, not not negatively, but positively. I think we can do a lot more. Melanie, any thoughts? Um, I just think that like people need to realize that these organizations are what make high school good. Instead of looking at a place where you just have a lot of work to do and where all your stress is, like when you get involved with these things, it makes high school good. School spirit makes high school good. Like community involvement makes your community good and your high school experience good. I want to thank all our guests today, our students uh, Melanie and Adam, uh, the United Knights advisor. Brett Van Gaspeek and uh, Todd Bowling, Superintendent and Student Senate Advisor Kelly Young and Athletic Director Brad Watkins. Thank you very much. Uh, where are we landing this podcast? Nightlife Podcast will be on SoundCloud, iTunes now. Great. And we'll have something up on YouTube pretty quickly. I said Night Moves earlier. That's a Bob Seeger in my head. That is from, a good song. From my days back here at <laughs> Northwest High School. So yeah, it is Nightlife and find it in the locations Brad just mentioned and we'll uh, see you hopefully again next month. Thanks again, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.